going on, everyone? And welcome to another episode of The Terror Table, a horror movie podcast that is presented by the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. I am one of your regular hosts that you hear every single week, and my name is Mitch. Who do I have with me today? You got Kyle on the table. Okay, folks? Kyle pulling up at the table. Who else is... Who's laying down cards today? Um, I'm just going to... I'm just going to point out that we're sponsored by the Saskatchewan Podcast Network, who is currently sponsored by Kinexis. There you go. We're presented, presented by the Saskatchewan. We're not sponsored by them. We're sponsored we're, by something. I, I don't know. Yeah, we're sponsored by Kinexis, I think. Yeah, maybe Tubi. <laughs> maybe Tubi, I've, I've yeah. never seen a nickel of it, so. <laughs> <laughs> Shade! <laughs> Starting out strong. Uh, all right, so we're on our. Joke. This is our second episode of our uh, our kid friendly <laughs> gateway horror movie episode, which we're going to be talking about Boozy's pick, Little Shop of Horrors from 1986. Uh, yeah. So that's going to be fun. This is, I believe, our first musical. No, we did Anna and the Apocalypse. No, we talked about Anna and the Apocalypse, but we definitely didn't do a full episode on that. Oh, then this is our I, first musical. I, yes. We've done so many episodes. There's movies I don't remember us doing episodes on. I, I was just... It's so funny you brought that up, Boozy, because I was just thinking of one recently. That, and, like, I've only been on the show for so long, and it's already yeah. happened to me. Uh, um, the remake of Body Snatchers. I don't think I could tell you one <laughs> single thing that happens in that movie. The one with Forrest Whitaker? Sure. I completely forgot he's in that movie. <laughs> yeah. The like, only thing I can remember from that movie is the kid getting thrown out the... Yeah, that yeah, yeah the Airplane Baby. <laughs> to be fair, I I still think I like it a little bit, but I couldn't tell you anything other than that baby falling out of the. That's because you were wrong. You didn't like it because you can't remember it, but you pretended to like it because you didn't want to be an asshole. Oh, um, I forgot. I, I forgot. I'm not sure that... if I agree or disagree. To be honest, <laughs> yeah. I'm just moving on from that one. Uh, I forgot that we did Sorority Row too. Like, I will oh. never forget that. <laughs> yeah, I will never <laughs> forget nightmare that I could never like. <laughs> That's just an example of Boozy choosing movies that nobody will want to see. I am, I am literally holding our podcast back. I'm like kicking and screaming. I'm like, no, we're going to review Stepfather 3. That. Yeah. Don't say that. No, yeah, yeah. But you uh, you balance it all out once in a while with a pick like Little Shop of Horrors. Like, uh, it must be said that you almost chose Fred 2. <laughs> Wait, what? You you almost chose Fred too, the John Cena movie. Yeah, I don't oh, even know. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't even know what Fred is. I don't know. I didn't know there was a Fred one. You don't know Fred. You, you don't okay, know Fred. Fred. The orange, the fucking orange with the face. That's, that's I know Drop Dead different. Fred. That's it. I know okay, Fred Claus. There's no way that he missed this. You this is in your brain. You just don't know it. You I know, have no idea who Fred is. Oh my god. Was Mitch. John Cena always Fred? Oh god. No, I... he had nothing to do with Fred until the movie. But until the Fred's... only reason the only reason I was going to pick Fred 2, which I have never seen by the way, or Fred 1, is because you sent me a list of kid horror movies and I was like, I don't know, Fred 2, there's John Cena in it. And then oh you you were like, hey, you should probably put some thought into this. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Upon a moment of reflection. <laughs> yeah, and then you came back with a banger like Little Shop of Horrors. And I was like, damn, Boozy, that's a great pick. I know. I was going to do Carnosaur 2, but I felt like most people wouldn't get it. True. And like we got it. We will do the Carnosaur series at some I, point, I, which I've I'm mentioned down. so many times. Yeah, dude, like, I'm down to do that. But I wouldn't call those kid <laughs> movies. We just saw them when we were kids. I know, but, like, I didn't... I, it was, like, Land Before Time and then, like, Jurassic Park and Carnosaur. There wasn't, like, a... 
there's no in between. I didn't I didn't do the Beetlejuice thing. I just meh. yeah. For the for the record, uh, Fred was the first YouTube channel to get a million subscribers. For the yeah. record, the guys who say I didn't do the whole Beetlejuice thing, those are the guys who masturbate with ex- extreme amounts of lube, like you know, normal kids were dry guys. Yeah, we were we were whapping before WAP was a thing. Yeah, like that's Wait. just who Wet doesn't fuck with Beetlejuice? That's just so weird to me. But uh, all yeah, right. gotta, oh, come on, come on, that the totally wet ass palms. That totally works. <laughs> wet ass palms. I, I didn't catch on to that. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, I didn't mention this on the last episode because we recorded it before. But I was a guest on Let's Talk About Stuff, uh, oh, yeah. a good yeah. homie podcast. They're from Chicago and Tulsa. <gasps> Um, Go Hawks. And those those dudes are fucking hilarious and I love them. And there's an open invitation for both of you guys to go on there. And I highly recommend doing it because those guys are genuinely funny. I think Boozy would get along really well with them, which is funny considering they're big Marvel fans. Uh-oh. Like they they love the like all the comic book movies, which is something yeah. you don't like. But they have so much more to offer. But like the right. those guys, those guys are fucking hilarious. Like, well, I don't know, you know if you guys what? have listened to the episode, but I, I encourage you to listen to that episode. It was so much fun. Didn't you make I, like a some sort of like a, you made a team? You made a fan, super they did, group? Oh, right. Sorry, I got to cut you off again because they they actually suggested us us do this on our show, and I think it's a great idea because they did it on theirs. Uh, they did Public a pop, pop yes, <laughs> pop culture <laughs> pop culture fantasy draft. So you okay. get to choose choose seven characters from pop culture. It doesn't matter what kind of like it doesn't matter where they're from or you just got to build a team. And I built my team and they posted it on their Instagram today. Um, I'm very proud of my team. But we like I was thinking, well, they they suggested they're like you guys should do an all horror one. And that's a really good idea. A great but idea. It'd be interesting to see if Kyle could come up with seven horror characters. Um, maybe Whoa. five. I think I would oh. get six and throw Velma in anyway. Yeah, <laughs> or a shade at me for picking Velma. <laughs> yo, that was the best pick you made in my opinion. I saw Velma, I was like, yo, that's a tight pick. Yeah, she was my scientist. She was my thinker. Yo, Velma and then thinks. I had, for my size, I had Big Slamu from Street Sharks. He was my size. <laughs> that's um, I had Ellen that's Ripley. That's his name, Big Slamu? Yeah, he's the one who, remember those, uh, those yeah, action figures? They, I know. Oh, we know. Yeah. I'm Big Slamu. Is it okay. just, like, just like he's jerking off, that's, that's all it is? Yeah, he's skiing. <laughs> <laughs> he's skiing. I think but yeah, that podcast was so much fun. I just want to say if if they want us to be on there, they have to message us. I don't oh, want to yeah. hear from Mitch. That's bullshit. That's a good point. <laughs> they, they, do that. They, they just message us on Twitter, and I'm the only one who has access to our Twitter for some reason. I don't even, I don't even know. I can't password. even open Twitter. Like, I don't even know how Twitter works. I'm never going to get on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Please, no. You can at me. Get at at Kyle Zer. I'll come on the show. We'll 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 get Velma up in here. Yeah, yeah. Either way, it was a ton of fun. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you guys want to get into what we've been up to? What we've been seeing? It's been, uh, I think, more almost two weeks. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been one week. <laughs> uh, Boozy, do you want to start with it's? <laughs> do you want to uh, go first, Boozy? Sure. Take it away, uh, Ernie. I only have one thing. I've been I've been booting a boot fucking around. Uh, so I watched Jaws because I was like really stoked about Mitch having a new tattoo, which That's is very adorable. cool. We talked about it off air, but I decided it was my first time I was going to watch it without sound. Shut so, the fuck up. What? Did you actually watch Jaws without sound? Yeah, totally. It's oh, sweet. 
It, it, it translates just as well. And I actually noticed something I have never noticed in the entire time I've ever watched that movie. Because also I haven't gone super deep into like, uh, what would it be? Like the, the fun facts, the behind the scenes stuff. Oh, there's I did, so much with that movie. I, I know. And it's, okay, this is the one I noticed is that the entire movie is foreshadowed in a book. That, that, oh, yeah. Uh, they're flipping through. And I, like, I never noticed that before. Like I caught the one glimpse. And then when I saw it again, I was like, oh, holy shit. Like, that's really clever. Yeah, it's like the most like it's the most layered movie ever. And like intentionally and unintentionally, like so much so many things about it were happy accidents. Yeah, like totally. But it's like there's so many things to learn about that movie that like watching that and realizing it, it was kind of a holy shit moment. And I've seen it so many times. Yeah, it's perfect. Who I guess Michael Peterson talked about how he the filmmaker guy who made a knuckleball and uh, producer of Harpoon, he he's talked about how he would watch The Shining with the sound off. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Dude, so watching movies with the sound off, like I've I've gone. Okay, Mac Miller. Yeah. Okay, rip, Mac Miller. Rip Mac. Rip Mac. You got a red dot on your head. <laughs> Just kidding. I Rest in peace, Mac. I love don't it. know hey, any of these. That's references. A, don't give me a dirty look at that. That's a song. That's a famous song from that album featuring Action Bronson. It's my favorite. I, I love Mac Miller. Just makes me sad. I, just I makes don't me sad. watch I movies with the sound on. Is that the name of the song? <laughs> The movie, the album is called "Watching Movies with the Sound Off." That's the oh, I, I didn't know that. You should listen to that album; it's amazing. Mac Miller is a genius who passed away far too soon. <laughs> Man, we talk about Jaws so much on the show. It's been way too long since I've seen it. I'm gonna have to watch yeah. this. It's, it's been forever. Yeah, we we have a couple of those movies that come up like every week, and it's like Jaws, The Thing, Alien, Alien comes up, Stay Alive, Glitch, Stay Hereditary, alive. Hereditary, Yeah, Sorority Row, Sorority Row. Uh, uh, I still know what you did last three. summer. <laughs> Anaconda. <laughs> Anaconda. Yeah. Anaconda's true, though. That's very true. Debbie yeah. does Dallas. I've never actually seen it. Never? No. You gotta do it. So it seems like it's really important, film. like, pop culture-wise, but is there, like, a director's cut? Do you think there's a director's cut for porn? Uh, uh, oh, for like sure. The, the studio only, like, interference. <laughs> they're called GIFs. <laughs> <laughs> there's director's cuts, but I'm pretty sure, like, only, uh, only legal teams have access to those. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Jaws still a uh, still a strong five out of five. Yeah, I get no. It's gonna, yeah, it's totally it, it's it's perfect. What I mean, I mean, I yeah. shouldn't even be talking about this, but that's all I had to bring today. So no, that's know, cool, man. I'm I. It's funny. I am such a stickler when it go when I come when it comes to like Kyle coming to the show with nothing that he's seen or Boozy just talking about Alien thirty times. Uh, Jaws is a one way ticket to. Uh, Easy street. I'll always let that one pass. Owner <laughs> you're, town. You're really tough. You're you're a tough judge, you know. Yeah, I am. To, uh, well, I'm the Simon Cowell of podcasting. Guy. Do you really want that title? <laughs> Do I don't you know. want that? No, <laughs> I'll take. I'll be. Uh, who's I'll, the guy? Who... I'll never forget that though. To be fair, in my mind, you are the Simon Cowell of podcasting. I totally am. Uh, no, I'm the CeeLo Green of <laughs> <fucking> podcasting. Because <laughs> the the voice, like you know, I, I just want to slam that button and like. Turn wait, what did, and... what did he do, Kyle? What is this? <laughs> I'm gonna just have to go to a comment on this. Like, you can wait. Google, Google yourself. I, I know nothing about CeeLo Green being shitty. I if that's a thing. He was oh, CeeLo Green. As much as I hate to say it, is definitely shitty and not cool at oh, all. Oh damn. Okay, well then, fuck him and his little arms. <laughs> yeah, it's something <laughs> it I've gold, had to. It's one it of those gold suit. It was kind of a heavy hit, but yeah, unfortunately, CeeLo <laughs> Green not so green. Canceled. That's fine. Well, then it, at least we can uh, take jabs at his his little T Rex arms then. <laughs> you ever see that children's book uh t-rex trying no it's hilarious look it up 
Speaking of children's books, a uh, friend Amanda posted this on Instagram the other day. Do you guys remember Banicula? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Banicula. Yeah, yeah look it up. Yeah. Right now. It was like a zombie was, bunny, right? No, it was, like a, a, it was a Dracula, Dracula bunny. <gasps> it's a vampire oh, bunny. Oh, was it like yeah. funny, kind of like cute? Yes. But uh, yeah, I remember. Oh, my God. Those are. I was like, holy shit. Those are books that I owned all of them, and I bought the, all of those at the Scholastic Book Fair. I hate that you brought this up. This is just a rabbit hole now. But, you guys and then it fucked with Mona the Vampire. Yes. Oh, oh boy, yeah, loved baby. that show. That yeah. was a great show. That, but that's Canadian. That's very Canadian. That's Canadian. But the show was sick though because they would do a lot of like horror tropes. Like they would do like body snatcher episodes or like yeah. zombie episodes or like things like that. It was really cool. They straight saw... up the body snatchers episode. I yeah. saw the little vampire in theaters. <laughs> yeah, that's the same thing. Like the what the one with uh, the kid from Jerry Maguire. Yo, that movie is fucking insane. They actually remade that. They made an animated version on Netflix like last year. Oh, great. Hey, that just what I, oh, hey, is that vitamin water? Extra Orange vitamins water. for you? Wow, orange is the best flavor. Guys, I'm drinking, I'm drinking a Spectrum beer. It's pumpkin spice latte, and it is seriously so fucking good. Like, pumpkin beer is something so hard to get right, and this is so good. But it's a latte? Yeah, a but beer? it's because... It's it's it almost tastes like kind of like a creamsicle, but if you take creamsicle but take out the orange, oh, wait, sorry, what? I just, I just exited. What it is? I just exited you guys out there. Yeah, but just like put pumpkin instead of the orange. It's huh? fucking delicious. Either way, you can't get it in Saskatoon. Pumpsicle? If if there's any BC listeners, Lauren or Jason, if you're listening, uh, go out and get some of these Spectrum pumpkin spice latte beers. They're delicious. Hmm. Huh. Sponsorship? Okay, I guess it's a big old mm. <laughs> All right, Kyle, you seen anything? I think you and I watched something okay. too uh, similar. We you have. And I, I have been um, mm-hmm. holding my breath for like a week now, not Whoa. to like text you about it because. Oh man, yeah. Do you were looking rather purple. Yes. <laughs> Call me Purple Kyle. Call me. That's no, the best. You, come on, let's. Uh, Call we'll me Grimace. This out. Yeah, you want to? You, <laughs> you want to intro it? Yeah, yeah, okay, sure. So, yeah, me and Mitch both watched I'm Thinking of Ending Things recently. Together? Which, no. Separately. Yeah. And, Is that a horror uh, movie? Well, yes. I would say so. It's. Yes. I mean, I would yes. say it's like strictly, if anything, like a horror thriller type joint, psychological horror. Um, it's the most uncomfortable I've been since Mother. Okay, it's funny you bring that up because Mother was definitely like the only other film I could think of that I felt similar watching. I, they're not really the same, like plot. Yeah, they're wise, so different, but, but like the feeling that you get, the paranoia. Are you and the, totally, oh, man. Like yeah. Mother. Yeah, but like, Mother's obviously crazier. Uh, this is just crazy. like this I is just say, like super uncomfortable. Oh, okay. it's like that feeling you get while watching Mother, but it's a lot more controlled. Yeah, like it, you it, don't need to see a baby get ripped apart. No, it's okay, not, you're, so, you're it's selling not, me here. You're so I don't know. I don't know want to give too much away about this movie, but basically, like the the loose plot is, uh, you know, nothing is as it seems when a woman experiencing misgivings about her new boyfriend joins him on a road trip to meet his parents at their remote remote farm. And I don't really want to say too much more than that because the movie. It's also even hard to because this is the type of movie where some people will like. At the very end of the movie, you'll just scratch your head and say, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Most then, people like, will say that. I, I said that even, and yeah, I read no. the book twice. And then, like, but, like, maybe 15 minutes, maybe an hour, maybe 24 hours later, you'll be awake in bed and go, holy shit, that was brilliant. It's just, like, 
Or you won't, because there's or a lot won't. of people who really fucking hated it. I know uh, our friend Lana really didn't like it, and she she loves the book. And I, I can totally understand that's... people not liking it. Okay, so I've not read the book. Not much of a reader, unfortunately, but I really... Well, we can tell. I really... really... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty bad. Don't read the things. You fucking... You teed that one up. I was like, there it is! <laughs> it depends how mean of a person you are to catch that tea. Right, so now right, I, now right, I yeah. get it. You got my tea level. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I could see like someone totally hating this, and that's totally fine. Like this is that kind of movie that is just not for everyone. But okay, yeah. so you read the book, Mitch. Lana yeah. did, was not into it. That's unfortunate. But what, what did you think? I think that the, I thought it was better than the book, and I read the book twice. And uh, it's one of those movies, though, that the movie is about two hours and fifteen minutes, and the book you can probably read in an hour and forty. Like it's a short book. Okay, it's okay. really quick and it's it's a mind bender. It, it fucks with you. It uh, it it's one of those like um, it just it it's a it's a very cerebral makes you think ever, like you said nothing is as it seems type movie. But that's also kind of a perfect fit for Charlie Kaufman. This is the guy who made adaptation, being John Malkovich, uh, Eternal Sunshine and the Hot, Spotless Mind. Um, so it's kind of like all of those, but with a tinge of horror over it because. It's so unsettling and so creepy. And the horror in the movie is that things just keep happening and they happen <laughs> for prolonged periods. Like when that, I think it's in the trailer, but when the dog is shaking off, like oh that God. just, it creeps that me is. out. It was it, just, dude, it's unsettling the mo- in the most yeah. like interesting ways. It's, it's unsettling in like the ways you don't even know you can feel unsettling. <laughs> like, totally. like it's just, it creeps you out. And it's, I mean, yeah, it's maybe not your like, capital h horror film but in a lot of ways it's the scariest thing i've seen this year totally and you got another five-star performance from tony collette tony collette kills it and it's like she's she's unreal in this movie yeah that whole scene is the most uncomfortable scene i've seen in so long granted it takes up 40 minutes of the movie but it's a it's a challenging watch and it doesn't slow down for anyone who isn't ready to that who isn't willing to like put together a piece of a puzzle. It's a, it is just that type of cerebral movie that it really doesn't spoon feed you anything. But that's the thing is like, that could be a major turnoff for some people because at some points it does, it, it it's 100% a pretentious ass movie. Without <laughs> like, a this doubt. Is, Don't yeah, get this it twisted. A, Do not yeah. get it twisted. <laughs> but it is I, very pretentious. <laughs> totally. I was but thinking with, about getting it twisted, but now I won't. Yeah. <laughs> so with that being said, like when I finished it, I was like, I jumped off the couch and I had like the biggest pretentious boner being like, oh, I love this shit. Like I, I love when shit is just so weird that even I just like have no idea how to decipher it. Right. And yeah. like, uh, it does have like, it offers up like a little bit of an ambiguous ending, which like the, the book is definitely a lot more clear on what type of story it's trying to tell. It is different from the book, but the actual skeleton of it is all the same. Like the it's wh- what he changes is the conversations. They go on way longer. Gotcha. Uh, I, they, that's kind of what I assumed. Yeah. And like the, the conversations in the movie are nonsense. Like some of them, oh they, <laughs> they just get so weird. And so that's where I can totally understand how this won't be for everyone. Um, but if you are looking for like kind of a challenging, weird ass watch that if you are a fan of movies, like, like, I, I still feel weird c- comparing it to Mother, but I don't know what else to compare it to. Well, it's funny uh, that you even say that because, like, like I watched this with my girlfriend, and like, she kind of hated it for the Courtney most part. Courtney hated it. Courtney didn't like it at all. 
came and when we went to go see mother in the theater that was like like caitlin said that she was about to throw up like she yeah. never wanted to throw up so much during a movie before but that being said even though she did not really enjoy like the watch like an hour later she was sending me like articles about the movie and saying actually it wasn't that bad like the more i think about it this thing kind of slaps yeah so it's just it's i, I like those would... types of movies that you get to sit with for a couple days and kind of decipher totally. like and I can it almost is. guarantee, like, I haven't watched it twice yet, but I can guarantee that this will like kind of hold up on a second viewing. Maybe you would enjoy it even a bit more. I think totally. there's little things in there that, I don't know. But I got to say, like, after watching this, I think it's, like, a must that we have to get a Charlie Kaufman and Yorgos Lanthimos crossover. Those two need to work together. Yeah, because they are very, yeah, it's very much a... It's like a more tamed killing of a sacred deer as well. Like, all those, like, yeah. boozy. Yeah. I, was, I was thinking that when you guys were, like, talking about it. You should check it out. Uh, I'd be curious to, to know what you think of it, but you got to stick with it because there is like quite a bit of it of just them. You got to be in for the dialogue and how weird it is. And like, kind of like, it wants to irritate you, you know, like totally. it wants to piss yeah. you off. And That's if you can exactly like, it. if you can go along for the ride, you'll, you might get something out of it, but I'm not holding any hard feelings like, towards people who didn't fuck with it. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, but I, re- pig, I really man. liked it. That pig. <laughs> oh my I God. love the pig. I fucking love the pig. Some weird awesome. shit, man. I kind of yeah, want to so, watch it again, just talking about it. To be honest, yeah, man, I loved it. I really liked it. So uh, I, the, I suggest checking it out. It's on Netflix. The cast is unreal. Tony Collette does kill yeah. it. Anyone who starred in Triple X: Return of Xander Cage has to be <laughs> just killing it. Man, Sorry, Professor man. <laughs> Professor Lupin is in it. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, the same guy who voiced uh, Earthworm in James of the Giant Peach. <laughs> Don't make me go back down. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, he's also going to be an Avatar 3 coming to theaters. Who knows? I'm going to be honest. Oh. He's one of my favorite Harry Potter characters, but because of the books, and I love Prisoner of Azkaban, it's my favorite, and I love his like plot and everything, but I do think he was the weakest part of the movie. I don't know. It, but I, it's I, not even his fault. It's that so much, it's so weird. Like it, so much, It's hard to talk about this without spoiling anything, so... I, think I guess he, I just won't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's just in the movie because him and Charlie Kaufman are buddies. He voiced the main character in Anomalisa, his last film. Oh my God, man. That's another movie that <laughs> just, just, I love Charlie Kaufman yeah. like so much, but that movie was too much. I'll see Je- Jesse Plemons. He kills so it. So good. He's going to be Buckley. in Antlers whenever we can watch that. Yo, I have heard about, I've, I know I have listened to people who have seen Antlers. Sick. Sick. And it's, apparently uh, it's like, unbelievably bad Uh oh apparently it's a complete fucking train wreck and that we shouldn't be everyone should temper their expectations and that's i'm incredibly ex- i was so excited for it but i was uh, too, actually I've, I've heard it's just like a complete mess like it doesn't make sense in it but uh, we can look yeah. forward to jesse plemons and jungle cruise if anything else <laughs> or we can just rewatch him in friday night lights <laughs> thank you he's the or, lead singer or, he's the lead singer like yeah, he's the lead singer of Crucifictorious. Oh my god, he is. That's yeah. sick. Man, if you ever do a Friday Night Light series on My Teenage oh. as a podcast, hit your boy up. I, abs- I absolutely will. Without a I doubt. love that show. Guys, right. you had me you had me slumping in this chair. I just kept <laughs> slumping down cuz I was like this is some good shit. Yeah. All right, uh, is that everything you guys have seen? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, okay. I got a I got a couple that I'll knock off. They uh I have one other new release film that I'll talk about. And then I have a couple of kid friendly horror movies that I visited and revisited that I just will shine some light on in lieu of our series. 
Uh, but first, I'm going to start off with The Babysitter, Killer Queen. So this oh, yeah. is the sequel to Mick G's The Babysitter, which came out. In- Boozy, you saw The Babysitter, right? What year was that? I think it was 2017. I could have sworn you watched it. And if you didn't, you would like The Babysitter a lot. Why do I feel uh, like I've seen it? I just, I don't. I, I like really like it. Stepfather? 2017, yeah. Um, Samara <laughs> Weaving. Uh, Judah Lewis. Wait, Anyways, Mick G. Did that guy direct uh, Charlie's Angels Full Throttle? Yes, <laughs> that is correct. He, <laughs> he directed Babysitter Killer Queen. <laughs> Minus ten points right off the bat for a Queen oh, reference. I've um, seen this. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, the, it's good. It's I, a, or, I, that's one that's kind of a comedy, right? Yes, yeah. yes. I remember really liking the Babysitter, and uh, so I was obviously excited for this one. And obvi- like this one broke; le- it didn't break Letterbox, but like when I would open Letterbox then on Friday night or Thursday when it came out, everyone was watching it. It was just like everyone was wa- everyone that I follow has been watching Babysitter Killer Queen, and it's getting really good reviews for the most part, or Is at this least on like, Shutter or Netflix. It's or? on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Okay, I did have to ask Courtney if this is based in present time or if this is in the past or like if kids are dressing like the nineties again. And if Courtney had to let me know that the nineties have been back for about three years. I didn't know that. They crept uh, up, man. They came people dress. This is the worst generation. I just, yeah. Uh, wow. Um, Sound like but, a true boomer. Yeah. I don't know. I do think Mick G got a hold of some Primo Coke for this one. That is 100% speculation. I have no idea if Mick G actually does do Coke, but I have a sneaking suspicion that the director of Charlie's angels full throttle dabbles in cocaine. But yeah, if you uh, try to make me believe that Demi Moore is still sexy at 45. You got to be on Coke. Whoa, whoa. Come on now. I actually, I don't know. What she, I don't know what she's doing. So whatever. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to come to back. Got to come to back for Come to bat for Demi Moore. Uh, the synopsis is two years after Cole survived a satanic blood cult, he's living another nightmare, high school, and the demons from his past still making his life hell. Uh, so th- <laughs> this is a ridiculous slapstick parody comedy horror movie that a lot of people are really liking. Courtney was killing herself laughing. Um, I, uh, I wasn't really crazy about it and I don't know what my deal is, but, uh, I just, it didn't really do it. This one didn't really do it for me. I felt like it was like way too over the top. Uh, but at the same time I could probably end up watching it again and completely feeling different. So, um, I don't know that I felt like the budget had to have been cut in half for this one, but there's like a lot of like mortal combat levels of CGI. But after listening to an interview with Mick G, I guess that was intentional. If there's like any type of movie that you could compare this to, it is kind of like a Scott Pilgrim versus the world because it's so absurd and crazy. Nowhere near Scott Pilgrim. Do not get that twisted. I'm, I will not compare even the first babysitter to Scott Pilgrim, but it is Definitely gonna. A lot of people are gonna have a lot of fun with this. I still, I laughed out loud multiple times. Uh, I think it's just like it's got this like ADD energy to it that I just was. It was losing me after a little while. But any haters of Bella Thorne will be extremely pleased in uh, this film. So uh, OnlyFans. Oh, she's the girl who broke OnlyFans. She was a <laughs> Disney star. How do you boozy? Bella Thorne is such a boozy girl. That's true, actually. She's I'm gonna Disney, look. Yeah. Let me. Uh, let me. She's a Disney star turned. She's in. She's been in some other horror movies, hasn't she? Yeah, she was in the original Babysitter. Oh, she was uh, in Assassination Nation. Yeah, and she's good. I yeah, she was good in that, and uh, she was in the Amityville movie that took forever to come out. Right. Yes. She so wait, doesn't look familiar to me, honestly. But this Babysitter I, film, it's a sequel, so 
Is it? Did you like the first one better, Mitch? Like, would you say? Yeah, I did. I, yeah. did, I did like the first one better, but I also like. I don't know. Like Courtney had so much fun with it. I was like, maybe I just wasn't in the mood. Maybe I got to watch it again because I really liked the first one. But I think, yeah, it's just it's a crazy. It, it's got this like it's just constantly moving and constantly like just shit popping out and shit's going crazy for the sake of it going crazy. And like after listening to interviews of people who uh, have worked with Mick G on these movies, like it's, you can tell like they, they share experiences like how he always has like really loud rap music blasting on set. And like, he gets the end. It's like a party. Like he gets people pumped up, you know, like you can totally feel that in the movie. I think I fuck with Mick G to be honest. Uzi, or Kyle, I think that there's a good chance you would like both of these movies. I might have to check this. Get it. Like I'm looking at this shit. It looks kind of fun. I might have to. Oh, it's, it's definitely fun. Even though I wasn't as crazy about it as the first one. Um, it's still a good time. Like it's, it's All fun, right. but it does have, it's got a hefty dose of like kind of bro humor in it. But yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that's also just kind of what humor is these days for teens. Uh, so this is the kind of thing where I I did, like I said to Courtney after I finished, after we finished, I was like, fuck, like, this is like one of the first times that I feel really old. And I know the humor in me mentioning Courtney in my reviews again, Kyle, Jesus, (laughs) Kyle's Kyle's getting ready to do his review as Mitch. (laughs) That's actually, that's just our new segment. We're getting rid of all the other segments we've ever done. And it's just going to be Kyle doing a review as Mitch. Okay, you wanna? Okay, I got a good one for you then. All right, Kyle. Hit me. what do we have here? Oh, this is a good one for you. Oh, I'm a little boy. bit nervous. A slam dunk. The Haunted Mansion featuring Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I once got a Haunted Mansion keychain from none other Tanner's than Tanner Zipchin. Tanner Zipchin. <laughs> we all know the story. Man, Tanner Zipchin <laughs> is in the new season of The Boys. That drove me nuts. The boy. What? I, oh, yeah, oh, I started a... watching bo- The Boys. The, the first, first season. season? Yeah, man, just it's started so watching good. it. So not, good. Not horror related, but man, that show's fucking awesome. Oh man, it's so good. It's a yeah. little it's a little fucking graphic though. Anyhow. Oh, it's extremely um, graphic. Okay, Haunted Mansion, Eddie Murphy. Was this 2003? Sure. Okay. I think it's 03. Are you are you up for this, Kyle? Are you up? Yeah, for I'm just trying to remember the who covered super, Oh yeah, Raven Simone did the Supernatural. Okay. I got this. I got this. Okay. <laughs> Raven Simone is not in this. She's not, but she did a cover of Stevie Wonder's um Superstition for the soundtrack. <laughs> oh Fuck God. off! No, she did. Yeah, I gotta did. look that up. And it oh is God. from 2003. Okay, oh so God. I'm in the right position here. Okay, let's uh, let's rock and roll. Uh, sorry, just one more quick uh, anecdote. It's uh, the director of Stuart Little One and Two. Mm, both classics. classics. Yeah, both yeah. classics. But also the director of The Lion King, the best Disney movie ever made. So wait, actually? Yeah. That's cool. That's really do we want to do we want to open that conversation? Do you want to do you want to go down this road? Well, I'm just, it's just more so a fact. Because I have like I have like my Gen Z opinion that's that's not that at all. Whoa! Oh, God. It better oh. not be Hunchback in oh. Notre Dame. No. Wait, are you just saying you don't fuck with Lion King? No, it's Lion King. It's not favorite. the best one. I'm just saying it's not the best one. What's the best one, Boozy? Finding Nemo is the best one. That doesn't that's, count. It's Pixar. That's Pixar. Yeah. You Aren't they the same fuck? thing? Oh. No. God. Yeah. Okay, carry on. Anyways, let's get out of here. <laughs> it's Ratatouille if we're going there. Yeah, Ratatouille is so good. I also watched that this week. The movie's fucking awesome. It's okay, so good. what is Haunted Mansion? It's Patton Oswalt. He's a he's a cooking no, 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 rat. No, what, is, what is the actual thing? I've seen the movie. What I don't understand what Ratatouille. It's a thing. It's a. It's like a bunch of it's sliced a food vegetables. or something. Yeah, isn't it's it? A, it's a dish. Yeah. yeah. What's the dish? 
Start talking about Haunted Mansion. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <clears throat> you gotta find a hat. I don't have a hat around here. Okay. Oh god. Okay. No, one, no one can see our hats. No, I know. It's just for the Just character. pretend. Yeah, just pretend. Okay. Okay, so uh finally got around to watching a movie from my childhood. And, you know, I thought it was kind of, <laughs> you know... I thought it made sense of the series we were doing here, and I figured I'd sit down and watch Eddie Murphy's The Haunted Mansion. And oh boy, did I forget how much of a stinker this thing is. The effects in this thing have not aged well at all. That being said, I kind of was hitting the gas a bit, and holy fuck did I have a good time watching this thing. Me and Courtney sat on the couch and just blazed away that superstition by Raven Simone. And oh boy. Am I ever going to watch it again? No. But did I have a good time? Yes. <laughs> Close. <laughs> you did all right. So obviously I didn't watch Haunted Mansion sober. <laughs> okay. You can get that, that right was, out of the way. That was obvious. Uh, I had never seen this movie before. What? Yeah. I Because I always thought that it looked like shit. I remember starting it when I was like 13 years old when it came out. And I just wasn't into <laughs> it. I was like, hey, this sucks. Um, like but yeah. Getting- at these things but i just figured you wouldn't randomly watch the haunted mansion out of yeah <laughs> i know but it's because yeah the booker was talking about it and they were saying it's actually really good and uh it didn't deserve the hate it gets How did and that I, come up on the boo crew uh they were talking about it at the beginning of an episode because i get like i know the two of the hosts they have kids who like wa- right. love that movie and oh okay that i totally like get a- that's not no, a that's, movie that gets thrown around a lot. No, and that's the thing. Here's the thing, though, is that the if I would have seen this when I was like a younger kid, even younger than 13, I think I would have loved this movie. Uh, I do miss Eddie Murphy. Like, he's pretty yeah, funny in this too. movie at times, but uh, the visuals are really cool. And I, if I would have seen this as a kid, I think I would have loved it. What's cool is that Rick Baker did the special effects for this movie. Oh, and he's always, yeah, he's always brilliant. Uh, the only problem is that they didn't let him go fully off his leash. Like, you know, you would have liked to see Rick Baker in a haunted mansion movie. Like there's so many more things he could have done, but at the same time, he still has like, there's still like armies of skeletons and everything. So I'm in on that. Uh, I know Boozy's not going to like this, but I did get like kind of a Pirates of the Caribbean vibe, which makes sense because it's the same studio. I fucking love Curse of the Black Pearl. It's also around Um, the same time that they were making that movie because this is when Disney started making movies based on theme rides. Yes. Don't forget the Country Bears. Um, that's an Oh my god, I did forget about the Country Bears. (laughs) How could you forget? How could you forget about the Country Bears? But anyways, watching... Watching this through like unbiased and fresh eyes in 2020, I do <laughs> as think a 30 that, year old man. Yeah, as a 30 year old man, uh, this fuck you. That this makes movie, him unbiased to everything. Yeah, <laughs> this movie did take way more shit than it deserved. I think because it's it's not that bad. But the thing is, the story has been done a hundred times before. But this is the type of thing that can be fun depending on the way that they treat it. And uh, I don't know. I think this is one that's clearly geared for families who who love the ride and. That's what, that, what? That's who it is. That, that's Who's so weird. That's so weird to think about. That someone's like, "Hey, there's that movie, that ride we went to last year, kid." Do you know how many rich, Bro, rich families so are out there? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. that is like the weirdest fucking thing. I'm not gonna go like, man. I just got off that Aerosmith ride. Let's fucking listen to some Aerosmith. Oh man, exactly I know exactly do. those people. Yeah, I know, dude. I grew, I grew up with all of those people. Sweet Emotion is the only good Aerosmith song. That's fucked. You're wrong, man. That's fucked. <laughs> and, that, even... and that one from Apollo, whatever. <laughs> that's the worst. That's the worst Aerosmith song. You're, you mean Armageddon? <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, he means Armageddon. <laughs> Apollo 13. 
God, you're confusing Apollo 13 with Armageddon. I don't blame him for that, though. I, I, do not con- I confuse that. Disney with Pixar. I'm, like, really out of the loop on things being relative to things. But okay, we need to clarify here that I really got this Mitch prediction totally wrong. I fucked this one up, guys. Yeah, you did but fuck this, it up. This is Your my first streak L- has ended, young lad. Well, you can't. I'll give you, you one last chance. Forever. I'll give you another chance because it's my last one. Do you want to do it? Ooh. No, once a week, just once a okay. week. All right. I don't want. I don't want to. You don't want to pollute it. I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. want two. Dub- I don't want two L's in one episode. <laughs> yeah, uh, I have one last it. one, and it's one that I have seen before. I watched it when it came out, but I rewatched Monster House. Oh my god. This movie is fucking awesome. It is good. It's really I love Monster Spoozy, House. have you seen Monster House? I think you'd really like it. It's on Netflix, too. I'm, I'm uh, hacking in the mainframe to look at this Monster now. House but, has very Mona, like a lot of Mona the Vampire vibes, actually. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's an animated Amblin film, so it's got that... Yeah. Vi- the, oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen this. This is good. Yeah, I love how the movie is just like a loose analogy for puberty. <laughs> like yeah, that's okay, what the I whole can. movie is based around. Um but it's also weird that the dad admits to being a peeping Tom Boyer when he was younger at the beginning. Like, There's like a scene where he's talking to his son about how he used to like hold his binoculars up in a tree and look at his neighbor naked. <laughs> it's I like, what the fuck that. are you doing telling your kid this? Guys, I just want to say that if you Google Monster House and go to images, like the seventh image is Kevin James wearing a bucket hat pointing. I don't know why. Oh, I love it. Oh, it's because Kevin James is in it. Yeah, he, is. he plays like the cop. The worst picture to post of him. Yeah, he plays the cop. There's some <laughs> other big names. Yeah, Steve Buscemi plays the neighbor, the never cracker. Uh, Catherine oh, O'Hara, yeah. Catherine O'Hara, Beetlejuice alumni. She plays a mom. Fred Willard's the dad. Fuck yeah. Jason Lee playing Bones, the boyfriend who comes over. Yeah, so Man, good. Freaking Bones. Nick, Nick, motherfucking Cannon playing oh, yeah. a police officer. I don't think we like the cannon. Yeah, no, we don't. We, don't. we also don't like police officers. Well, that's true. They're canceled, too. <laughs> John Heater. John Heater's in the movie. Who, who could forget John Heater? <laughs> that deflated balloon Maggie Gyllenhaal. Come Guys, on. You guys don't do Maggie like to... that. That's yeah. fucked, man. Why are you what so mean fuck? to her? What did she ever do to you? Fuck Maggie Gyllenhaal and her cabbage patch face. I don't understand. Like, I what? actually like some of the shit she's done. I don't understand. Yeah, what, she was in the Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah so where, what? where did all the mean stuff come from? What? I don't know. I just don't like her fucking face. Oh, okay. I mean, like, uh, I she's guess... really good in Crazy Heart. Sure, man. Try to redeem yourself. I should <laughs> <laughs> You already she's... took this out. <laughs> Sorry, I guess she's really good in White House Down. <laughs> yeah, she is. Who? <laughs> Nanny McPhee. She's in that too. Anyways, Monster House. House, yeah. Monster <laughs> House is a delight. It's a lot of fun. If you're in Canada, it's on Netflix. It's ju- it's a great movie to watch with your kids, especially over spooky season. This is a great family friendly movie. I was actually sort oh. of half expecting one of us to choose this one. I it's a little I- scary, honestly. There's like some like the house is kind of creepy. Yeah, but it's also we just watch Ernest Scared Stupid. Yeah, yeah. So you know so what I, I mean? Like it's no scary. Do you want to get back? I have so many questions still. We can no. talk about her. <laughs> no. no, I was but, really, I was really like trying to decide between an animated movie because I thought it'd be cool to do either like Monster House or Coraline, which I landed on, or even like Hotel Transylvania because that shit's kind of funny actually. Oh man, I've I've never gotten through a Hotel Transylvania, but I want to. My God, you guys, have you watched Hubie's Halloween trailer? No. Oh. What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! This is a. 
Oh man, I just gave you guys the best treat ever. That so was we're like gonna a cut mating call. <laughs> yeah, we're cutting to commercial break here. We're gonna go you into our mean? main feature. Uh oh. Oh, it's fucking right. Everybody look up Hubie's what? Halloween and watch the trailer. Oh no. <laughs> yes. Oh god. What yes. is this? You go okay, just wait. You guys gotta watch the trailer uh when we take a break and then go into our main okay, feature. Okay. You gotta watch the trailer. But uh, how I picture it, Kyle, Kyle's the only one who's gonna get this, but like this movie's gonna be awesome if it has the exact same ending as uncut gems. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it better. Come on, Sandler. Yeah. Every Sandler movie would be better if they had the ending of cut uncut gems. Man, that movie's a fucking trip. That movie's Man, a- like- imagine don't mess with the Zohan with uh uncut gems <laughs> ending. <laughs> I don't, I haven't seen it. Uh, and Sandler, Sandler gets me riled up. He makes me so dude, emotional. That, that, I know, dude, the, the thing is, you're, you'll see, but when you're watching that trailer, it pisses you off knowing that he was in Uncut Gems a year ago. And it's he's doing this shit again. Though. The man has a lot of power. He has too much power. Oh my god. Okay, well you guys enjoy that. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be on to our main feature presentation, which is Oh, Boozy's you're still pick. recording. <laughs> yeah, which is Boozy's pick, Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys on the flip side. It all began in this little shop. Ow! Damn roses! Where, strange as it seems, something extraordinary happened. I'm afraid it isn't feeling very well today. <laughs> no, it's not. What kind of a weirdo plant is that, Seymour? Little Shop of Horrors, a story about a boy. I've given you sunlight, I've given you rain. Looks like you're not happy, unless I open a vein. Where did you get such a weird plant? A girl. You don't make a nice voice when you live on Skid Row, Mr. Mushnick. This is my date, my boyfriend. A florist. I'm telling you, Audrey, he's not a good, clean kind of boy. He's a professional. You'll be a dead You have a talent for causing things. Hey, stop me a dead People will pay you to be in I've been saving all month for this. I think I need a root canal. I'm sure I need a long, slow root canal. And a plant. Feed me all night long. How am I supposed to keep on feeding you? Whoa! Catch me now! I'm just a mean green mother from outer space and I'm playing. Mean green mother from outer space and it looks like you've been had. Yes! Rick Moranis. Man's a total disgrace to the dental profession. Ellen Green. Excuse me. Excuse me what? That's better. Vincent Gardenia, with special guest appearances by Steve Martin, John Candy, and Bill Murray. It's your professionalism that I respect. Little Shop of Horrors. All right, we have reached our main feature presentation in which we're going to be talking about Boozy's pick of the week, Little Shop of Horrors from 1986. But... Before we do that, we're going to check in with the boys who just watched the trailer for Hubie's Halloween featuring like Adam an Sandler. Impromptu review is probably because we left talking about it. So I feel like the best course of action is to talk about it now. Yes, yeah, it's just like those reaction videos that people apparently care about. <laughs> so 
have you been sitting on this and not showing anyone? Because like I thought you guys would have known about it. it was David Hopkins told me about it because it was uh, the day that the Dune trailer dropped. He posted in the group chat and said the most important trailer of the year is here, and it was Hubie's Halloween. <laughs> Man, can you imagine? Like, why did they the day that? everyone was talking about Dune? <laughs> he posted and, and that the, and the giant butthole worm. Yeah, I think looks sick. Yeah, like the whole movie looks. Worm. The whole movie looks good. Man, this this Hoobie shit, <laughs> this this drained me. Like I'm I'm in a different zone right now. Yeah, he how came, it, like how is he still getting away with it? Okay, so he I can't even do his voice because it's not even a Zabahu. It, it's a little. It's close to a Zabahu, but like <laughs> this man the. The first comment on the YouTube video is so funny. It's like a quote from him recently, and it goes, if I don't get an Oscar for Uncut Gems, I'm going to fucking come back and do one again that's so bad on purpose. You'll <laughs> yes. just have to, I'll just to make you all pay. That's how I get them. Yeah. That's literally what he's done here. Yeah. <laughs> well, if that was his goal, I feel like we are in for some... I'm going to watch have this. To, oh, we yeah. have to watch this for the show. I have to we got to do an episode we on it. We have to do an episode. There's... We're, we have yeah. to. We yes. just have to. So I have a question just with watching that trailer. Do you think that they did the whole first cut of the movie and didn't put the ADR and then threw that in after to try and make it more funny? And it's just Adam Sandler yelling things, but it still doesn't make it funny. That's the happy that's the happy Madison uh method, you know. That's it's, how they <laughs> Dude, this is like this is a really sad. We're watching like a Greek tragedy of Adam Sandler's <laughs> life. <laughs> if I'm going to be honest with you, the first half of this trailer, I was almost laughing the entire time. I thought it looked hilarious. And the second half, I was like, oh, You didn't think God, something was off? Little... You didn't have like a like something oh, was that, off. Actually, off. that that it's... same thing happened when me and Courtney were watching it because she was just like, "Oh, this might be cute." And then by the end of the trailer, she's like, "Oh no!" <laughs> that was exactly what happened to me. I was like, "You know what? Fuck it. I'm kind of down for like a." Dumbass Adam Sandler flick, yeah. But like, come line second eighty two, I was, yeah, no. no. But I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> we will be one three October of the first. 7th. I was, I was to... really trying to unpack what they were offering to us in that trailer, and I really don't like the thermos thing. It that like, was funny. Yeah, <laughs> he's trying to, he's trying to save Salem. Everything about this character in this is just like. The worst possible version of anything he could make. It's it's the know. scrapings. Of... Who's the babe again? Because he always, he always usually he sends himself on paid vacations and makes out with models for his movies. Yeah. Like he's like, hey, this time we're gonna go to Hawaii and uh, I'm gonna have Brooklyn Decker and Jennifer Aniston fighting over me. <laughs> it's like okay, right. Adam Sandler. But that is the genius of Sandler. Like that is exactly, the thing. Like, yeah. He he. Apparently he's like the nicest fucking guy ever. Like apparently I believe it. I still Sandler. like Adam Sandler. I still I do. Okay, yeah. he puts all his homies on. Like you exactly. Yeah. He's kinda, keeping them all employed. Yeah. Everyone like Happy Madison is just like D12 at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Madison D12. Okay, got it. Um, but you know what? The one the one redeeming quality just from watching the trailer that I know going in, I will have at least one happy moment is Shaquille O'Neal's in this movie. And well, you can never, you can never not smile when he's around. It doesn't matter what he says. He's just like he just makes me happy. Hopefully, he know, does Shaq... that Jeff where he got, where he shakes his shoulders and goes. Mm-hmm. Man, Shaq's <laughs> always trying to sell me printers, and it kind of pisses me off. I don't know if I fuck with Shaq. I, I, just, I just want to be friends with him. Uh, he's also oh, he like owns or runs. He runs uh, Papa John's now. What Shaq? 
Yeah, Shaq is like the is like the spokesperson for Papa John's. Papa John's honestly it checks out. I wonder if he can get one of the, remember uh, those basketballs when we were kids that had Shaq's imprint of his hand on them? Imagine getting a pizza <laughs> like and it's just a big fucking handprint. <laughs> I forgot about that. But then Thanks imagine you get that. you get your pizza and it's just got Shaq's fucking massive handprint on the, okay. in the middle of the pizza. <laughs> My germs. Yeah. <laughs> you going to eat that? <laughs> All right. Yeah, we well, we can get on. This. We have to watch it. So, yeah. So it's five minutes of Hubie's Halloween. Now let's get on to our main feature. <laughs> All right, so Boozy, what made you choose Little Shop of Horrors? Let's. Uh, I know that this uh, you've mentioned this movie many, many times to me. Uh, this obviously plays a role in your childhood or your life somehow. So uh, yeah. let's hear it. Let's hear it, boy. <laughs> I don't know where I saw this movie the first time. It was like at one of my parents' friends' houses or some shit. But they like gave me their copy of it on VHS. And I just watched it all the time. And I don't know why there's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to put into words why it's so important to me, but I can just say that watching it even now, like I watched it last night is I still feel just as happy watching it as I did back then watching it. And I feel like I, I, uh, you learn more about the jokes the older you get. Cause like when I was totally. a kid, I didn't get a lot of the humor, right? It was just, you, you know, like, um, uh, the the dentist was funny because he was yelling. It wasn't because he was like saying weird sexual shit, right? Yeah, that or like getting high off of gas. And shit. Yeah, and it, like so. you don't you don't get it because I was so yeah. young watching that. But like I don't know, there's something aesthetically pleasing about it. And I this is gonna be a weird connection. But have you guys ever seen the movie We're Back? Fuck oh, yeah. yeah, of course. Love yeah. We're Back. Yeah. I watched that and this together. I don't know. Like, it was a musical thing, but I don't like musicals. But like both of these were really good that way. Dude, you totally like musicals because there's been a couple. Well, you liked Anna and the Apocalypse. You, like, and, Anna. And, yeah. In my experience with you, every time that we've watched a musical, which has now been twice, you've liked them both. <laughs> I never thought I was the musical guy, but I think you're right. I might. Yeah. I was going to ask that question. If you guys fucked with musicals at all, like if that's anything you're into. I didn't know that i did but uh spoiler i fuck very hard with this movie <laughs> this yeah, movie yeah, is yeah. so good you, you know mitch you you really made me think like I, I thought coming in here i was a jim halpert and i realized i'm more of an andy you honestly. are you're yeah really you're totally too, yeah. an andy There's oh why didn't you guys tell me sooner <laughs> you know okay i don't know i'm we're not all, like we're all andys man <laughs> i wouldn't call myself a huge musical fan but every now and then there's one that like just gets it right or like hits me okay. a little bit different and yeah this is definitely one of those I, I think it's hard to make musicals because you have to work on two levels which i think is why mitch didn't like Anna and the apocalypse because you didn't like the music as much right no i just... didn't i didn't like this i didn't like pretty much anything about that movie it just oh, didn't okay. work for me I, I it was just a <laughs> okay, but like it's it's the idea of like okay, it has to be it has to sound good, and it has to be visually pleasing and carry things on. And I think this movie is super fun in that regard. And the songs have to have purpose. And fuck, does this movie have purpose for all of the songs? There isn't one single song in this movie that isn't awesome. Like I'm not gonna lie to you, I was spinning this today, like at work. Like I, I was listening to it today because I was like. I haven't I haven't seen this movie since I since before my parents got a divorce. Um, oh, it's yeah. BD. Yeah, BD. Yeah, uh, no, but it's been a very <laughs> long time since I've since a, a very long time since I'd seen this movie. Honestly, man, I think uh, because of the the viewing last night, I think this is going to be on my rotation and on Halloween every year now. Like I I love this movie. Like we had such it's, a good time it's watching. So it. charming, right? Like it really yeah. warms you up. And also. 
fuck the, one of the world's greatest tragedies out of all of the tragedies that are happening right now one of the greatest ones is rick moranis not acting anymore yeah, yeah. God, that's uh, such an awful don't, thing to don't say. Don't choke no. up there. Yeah. No, it's true yeah. though. Top he door. Yeah, it. he is so good, man, and especially in the singing parts and everything. Like he's surprisingly, yeah, he's so good, and uh, he's the kind of guy who I could have seen. He could have like gone on to do something special, but he kept on getting typecast in the same roles. Mm-hmm. And I mean, uh, if you're in Brother Bear, I'll always fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he would have made a really good like serial killer if they decided Ooh. to ever like shift him to a horror movie. Yeah. He would be that kind of creepy dude next door. I would have loved that. Man, I fucked so hard with Honey, I shrunk the kids. That was my shit. Oh my I, god, man. Yeah, I me too. I feel like he was an archetype of the 80s for all of because you know, those are the movies we had growing up, right? Yeah. So there was like, a movie he was in with Tom Arnold called Big Bully that I was like obsessed with as a kid. I've never, find, I've never heard of this. I've never shit. heard of that one, dude. I loved it. It was it was all about him being bullied as a kid by Tom Arnold, and then they grow up and they're like have to encounter each other as adults. And Tom Arnold's still a bully. That's hilarious. it's kind of like the cable that sounds, guy. That sounds. Yeah. I kind of want to watch it. It's, it's really comedy. good. I, I I loved that movie when I was a kid. You yeah. have so many obscure movies that n- probably most people don't remember. That's yeah, this entire it's show. It's a treat. It's a I know. treat. I'm a, I'm a weirdo. I definitely <laughs> am. Uh, but yeah, like this this whole movie, man, is just so much fun. And uh, like I I did the I had the great fortune of not looking up the IMDb before I watched it, so I had forgotten about all of the amazing cameos in it. Mm-hmm. Like we got John Candy, John Candy, Steve Martin. Bill Murray, Jim Belushi, Christopher Guest, uh, who I know I'm missing someone already as well, but like, there's some amazing comedic performances in this movie. But Steve Martin especially is so good in this movie. Holy shit. As the he, dentist. Takes on, he takes on a whole different life in this. It's like yeah. unreal. I have never seen him so animated. I, well, and I, I love all the, the little nuances of his character that is funny, but they never pointed out. Did you guys notice how the one time on his motorcycle, he just literally came over like a wall and landed? I love yeah, that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. His <laughs> but yeah. They, like, yeah, but they, they don't address it. I think is the no. funniest part of that. That's well, why it's like, it just feels like the perfect musical. It's, I, 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 think it, it's, I think it is the best musical, honestly. But it has, like, a really good, like, it's got, like, the template made for, like, a cult classic. You know what I mean? Like It's, all, it's the come-up story. I mean, it really is. Cause it's, it's, like, it's very unique, yet it does everything, like, correct. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's not, like, totally, like, experimental or totally off the wall. But it's so unique and so its own thing while still, like, having a structure that makes it, like, just brilliant. Totally. You guys, did you guys ever, uh, go back and check out the original, the Roger Corman one? I actually haven't. I still no, haven't never. seen the original. It, it's, I actually know, re- it's really good, too. Yeah, I know Jack. that was Jack Nicholson's first acting role. He was in that right. movie. This is but actually I, my first time watching Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, yeah. well, what, what did you think then? Like, you sound kind of, but like, let's let's hear a full thing here. Okay, well, I don't really, I didn't, I guess I kind of knew what to expect going into this. But at the same time, I don't think I expected to like it this much. Because especially like musicals that are like of a popularity notoriety like Little Shop of Horrors. This is like just at this point in 2020. Is it well is, known? Like is, is that movie well 